excuse me, Dante Crow, we need you to come down here for B-roll. You need to record just a quick previously on Saga. Dante? Dante. Our influencers traveled to south of Minotaur, where they stopped at a local diner. There, Dante and Bai learned that Chase was not always accepted because he's a tiefling. At the diner, they found a group heart-set to take down Anton. Then they traveled to Chase's home and met his chosen family. After warming up to them and T-Bite doing some hacker work for them, they were found by Anton's agents. Will they be able to get away? Let's find out. Hello everyone, and welcome to Influence, here on Saga, uh, the story for these three influencers to find fame and run from the police. Woo! I am joined today with everyone's favorite Scooby-Doo Shaggy relationship, Bison no more. Hi, I'm Bison. <laughs> it's, it's me, Zoe Trash. What the fuck you are calling me? Okay. Uh, and, and if you think that's cool, wait till you get a load of the of the elf on the run, Dante Crow. I'm Dante, or Bradley, or Dadley, or in the words of Zoe, whatever the fuck you want to call me. Just don't call you Stacy. <laughs> you can call, call me Stacy, that's fine. Don't call me <laughs> Shirley. Don't call me Stacy. <laughs> and don't call me late okay. for dinner. <laughs> oh. Speaking of being called late to dinner, I am also joined with the guy who was late to dinner. Was I? Chase and, and, and uh, Nosh. Yeah, I think you were. I you was late to, like, I was doing drug here. things. So, Chase, you remember a time uh, you were about 12 or 13. Uh, your parents uh, were going to go on a little, a little outing of their own. And they are pulling you up to Uncle Sneezy, the trash gnome's house. You remember Uncle Sneezy from way when you were a child. Even then, I think you knew he wasn't your actual uncle, but it didn't matter. He was in your life for a long time now. And they get to the house, and you see Uncle Sneezy. He's in uh, just a leather apron, and he's got all kinds of little, like, saws and stuff around a belt. And he goes, hey, hey, there's my boy. Come on down here. Let me give you a hug. Hey, short stuff. Hey, what have I told you about calling me short stuff? <laughs> he kneels down. I, well, <laughs> and he, uh, in tight, he Uncle wipes, Sneezy. Yeah, he wi- yeah, you wipe it off real quick. And he, he kind of gives you a hug. And, um, and you hear your dad, Val, go, are you gonna be all right for 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 a bit, son? Yeah. Um. Where where exactly are you guys going? You were very. Uh, we well, we're going to visit your aunt, my sister. She kind of lives out of town. Um. So we were gonna go visit her, and you're just gonna stay here for a few weeks because uh, she's not doing. Uh, so hot, and we wouldn't want you to get sick too. 
Oh. Uh, yes. Okay. But hey, hey. And he, your, your dad locks eyes with you and he goes, I love you, son, okay? I know, dad. And your mom kind of comes over for a hug. Okay. And as she gives you a hug, you didn't pay much mind to it uh, then, but as you remember, that hug was considerably tighter than normal and lasted a lot longer than a normal hug. And you wish you would have realized that at the time, because that was the last time you ever saw your parents. So, since when has mom had an aunt? Here is how this running and hiding sequence is going to be. So, there were three guards that went to search for you. And there are seven locations you guys can hide in. You can go to A, the incoming lot, where like all of the new stuff gets dropped off to then be sorted out into other places. Uh, the cart park, or the uh, parking lot for you Americans. Uh, the train yard, where all the train parts are, that what didn't exist until I said that uh, Spike and Blanche were hotboxing in her train cart. Uh, the backyard, uh, that you, there's like some mechanical pieces in the back, but it's like the backyard that you guys hang out in. Um, the metal crushing area, which is E. The workshop, which is F. And G, which is the part cleaning area. You are each going to type in the first place you're going to hide in. I will then try to guess uh, and try to find you guys. Um, uh, and if you guys are in the same area, a guard checks, then you guys will have to try to sneak away or you might get found and you'll have to enter a combat or something. You guys can hide in the same place. You guys can hide in different places. If you guys want to talk about it, I will take my headphone out and let you guys talk about it because you guys are whispering to each other. But there is one more very very important caveat. As I said, three people came to look for you. But, buy some. You specifically went in the cart to grab reading glasses and put your hair up. Yes. You did not get Amora out of the cart. So oh, no. one guard is busy detaining Amora. So Fuck. you will only have to hide from two people. All right. Okay, now do you want me to take my headphone out so you guys can start talking about it? All right, bye, Calvin. Should so I don't know where the flammable up? liquid is. Well, they did I don't say think... that the trains had coal and shit too, right? So you would have right. flammable shit there. I guess. My, should... my, my, my idea, my master plan is to create a ring of fire. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like we shouldn't draw attention. We should, be, we should try to make it that nobody's here, not right. distract them. Well, they already know Amora is here, but they could just assume... We, well, that could just be, be any goat. It's a different goat, yeah. Any heart-horned goat. It happens. Um, should we split up is the question. Yeah. Yeah? I think it might be a good idea. We'd probably That's have a, a better good... chance of hiding. Okay, so where do you right. guys want to hide? I was um, thinking... It, I, go, I was thinking I go in the trash compactor. Then... <laughs> Is that in the trash? You mean the metal crushing area, not the actual compactor itself? No, like in my mind, there would be like, what idiot would hide in there? No, they won't look. Uh, You're is that the idiot turn that would hide in there. <laughs> you know this area pretty well, Nosh Chase. Is that going to turn on randomly? What? Or can I hide in it? Oh, um, 
That should be operate. It should be manually operated. I mean, okay. how irresponsible right. would it be to just I... leave it on? All right, so Don't I'm gonna hide. A second time. I'm gonna hide in the trash compactor, <laughs> in the metal cool. crushing. All right. So I'm an E. Okay. Cool. You're gonna be an E. I'll probably go to B. 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 Yeah, I'm gonna hide in some cart. carts. Okay. Maybe steal something. Ooh. <laughs> Do you want to steal from Chase? I mean, it's it's. it's I'm gonna it's go not... then. I'm gonna go then to the. I'm gonna go to A then. A. Because if, so, if if there's flammable liquid anywhere, it's going to be in the place where nothing's been sorted. That is right. true. Okay, I think we're and good. I will know what to look for. Okay. All right. I'm going to guess that someone is hiding in the backyard. That's D. I know nope. I'm not. I don't remember. No. Nope, you're wrong. No. False. Okay. For my second place, I'm going to guess that someone is in the metal crushing area. That's E. That, that would be Dante. Dante's in the middle crushing area. <laughs> Alright, but let me tell you my plan before anything. Okay, tell me your plan. Oh, jeez. I'm in the machine that crushes metal. Because really? I talked to Chase. He said it won't randomly turn on. And, like, I thought the police would have it in their head of, like, what idiot would hide in there so they're not going to look in there. Okay. Dante, give me a stealth check with advantage. With advantage. Okay, let me get another d20. Uh, those are two nines. Um, they, I don't add anything. Those are That's a nine. Dante, uh, you kind of, you as you're jumping into this metal crusher, you see a figure. They are wearing a mask, a black mask that covers from their nose downward. Uh, they are in a very clean suit, uh, otherwise, and you see they have like a pair of uh, glowing green glasses that sits in the vest pocket, uh, and they step into the into the metal crushing area, so you duck your head down, so you don't see that they put those glasses on, and they start looking around, and they kind of, they kind of, they see... Some, they they kind of check around. You hear them like pushing over a thing of metal blocks, but they rolled a six on their perception. Oh, so they start to walk away. Oh, that was stressful. Ludinati. You guys made it through the first round very Excellent. safely. Nice. Wow. You guys can move to new place. You guys can go to separate places. Okay, um, can guys, I have you guys? Could I have done something in the first location? Uh, yes, write it in the chat. Okay. Because if I know what you did, that's going to affect my decision. Okay. Do you guys... I'm going to take my headphone out. Wave at me when you're ready. Um, I don't know. I message both of you just to oh, see if y'all got caught. Yeah, no, actually, I can keep an open message on. So, yeah, that I message sense, both yeah. of you. And I say only message back if you've been caught, because neither one of you have that spell. I send back right. a smiley face. No, I message you oh, again. Oh, you're not texting? We can text. No, I, I can't. We, can, we have Oh, phones. we can just text each other. <laughs> we have a group Just keep chat. your brightness down. Yeah. Make sure your phone's on silent. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> your phone on ring. I'm, I'm staying where I'm at. I'm staying where I'm at, but I'm going to make a point that I'm climbing into the officer's cart if they brought one. Um, I like that so siphoning much. Siphoning gas. <laughs> 
Nasha siphoning gas. <laughs> and he's got a he's got a he's got a container now of gas and he's gonna move Um yeah, moving. Uh to um to the tr- mm-hmm. the backyard. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I am going to have someone check the workshop. F. Is anyone there? Nope. Nope. All right. I'm also going to have someone check the backyard again. D. It's me. How are you hiding in the backyard? Uh, Go. I'm not hiding. There is. Oh, you're just. I'm standing in the middle of the backyard, holding an uh, empty gas can, and in other hand, my lighter. So you like spread gas around your backyard? I am in. Like I am in a ring of gasoline, right now. And I okay. was dumb for being in a trash compactor. Nasha's Nasha's <laughs> eye is growing, glowing very red with excitement. You see a figure jump down into the yard, and they go. There you are. Um, and this is the other figure. Uh, she is very similar in appearance, except uh, she is wearing a dress instead of a suit. It is the same general design, and she has uh, the pair of glasses kind of... Uh, I guess she'd be wearing them now. You come to tango, sweetheart! I need you to roll initiative. Uh, regardless of what happens, I will let you drop the match uh, before she gets to you. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I got a 20 for initiative. She got a 16. Sorry, a 17. Doesn't matter. She goes after you. You go first. Cool. So she she starts running at you. She's not holding any weapons of any kind, but she's going to run at you. Cool. The ring of fire erupts around us. (laughs) Are you going to make any sort of attack or are you just depending on that ring of fire? Yeah, I'm going to... I'm gonna do the only thing a warlock can do. Okay, so I got a dirty 20 for hit. Nice. Uh, that will hit. Roll damage. Cool. Eight damage. Alright, so you hit her, and she does stumble for a second. Is that your turn? That is my turn. You hit a hole in her dress, and she kind of looks down at it, and she goes, This was my nice dress! And she starts sprinting at you. I'm going to have her do an acrobatics check to get okay. over that fire. I'm gonna say I think that's fair. A 21 gets her over that fire. I mean, think? that's pretty. That's pretty dope. She says she runs and she jumps onto her hands and she springs back to her feet and she does this a few times before spinning and landing in the ring of fire with you. Oh hell yeah! She is going to make an attack. Ah oh, crap! I unplugged my head. Yes, but I can cast hellish rebuke as. Uh, reaction. Okay, so she's gonna deal her damage first, but then you are going to get to deal some damage back. Yeah. This might actually take you out, because she rolled maximum damage. Uh, does a 10 knock you down? Well, if, he, if she deals 10, I have 8 left. Okay, cool. So she just hits you in the shoulder, um, and you feel a sting all the way down your body. I message by, I'm like, should we be doing anything? I message back, I'm like, I'm currently looting the officer's cart. <laughs> uh, this is your chance. Do you guys want to join the fight? If so, you run the risk of the other guy noticing. Uh, can I sneakily get over there? You can roll a stealth check, and they are relying on their passive perception right now. All right, I'll roll another busy. stealth to try to get over there and help Nosh. I still need to roll for Hellish Rebuke. It's a dex 15. 
Uh, she got a 12. Yes! <laughs> so basically, um, he, uh, Nosh takes the impact and kind of doubles over, and then he starts cackling. <laughs> his whole body erupts into hellish flame, and it jumps from his body onto her, dealing five damage. Uh, I mean, that still hurts. Uh, she pats herself down. Uh, anyone who wants to join this fight makes a stealth check with disadvantage. Disadvantage. All right, so my initiative is eight plus nothing, so eight. So you are currently last in initiative, so you don't get to join until the end of this of this round. All right, and then I have to roll my stealth to get over there. Uh, oh, that's 11. Uh, his passive perception is 10, so you barely got it. No, you, uh, so here's what happens, and this is important. You jump out of the trash compactor and you start moving, and you have to pass by the workshop to get over here, and you hear in the workshop, Get your hands off of me! And you just hear, like, clanging and blanging, and, and last time you had heard from Patricia, she was asleep. If I whistle and call for a more, would she listen? A more would make a perception check. Do I have to do, like, an animal handling or anything? Mm, yes, but with advantage, since a more already likes you. Come okay, alright. Because I'm going to try to get a more to just kind of plow through the guy that's taking care of her and come with us. Come with me. Uh Oh, nat 20. I rolled an 18 and then she has a plus 5, so 23. So you see Amore crash out the front door and start running alongside you. Me and Amore, the best friends now. <laughs> wow, my options are so varied. I guess I have to do another... Eldritch Blast! Ah, I rolled a 8 to hit. So you uh, you put your hand on your shoulder on her shoulder and it starts to glow with necrotic energy and she grabs your hand and poof, like lifts it up into the air and you see an eldritch blast go flying over the side of the house, uh, damaging some of the roofing uh, along the way. Oh crap! She is going to attempt to grapple you. This is going to be opposed athletics. You can use your acrobatics to try to get out. She got a fifteen. Eleven. She jumps, after she has your hand, she wraps around the side of you and grabs your throat and starts <coughs> trying to bring you to the ground. Chase, you remember after your parents didn't come back, you, the next school year couldn't go back to your old school. It was a private school your parents sent you to that was mostly tieflings at the time, but you now have to go to the local public school. And you remember your first day, um, Uncle Sneezy dropped you off, and you are looking around to uh, find your locker. Uh, let's see. Uh, 663, 664, six, ah, 666, here we go. Oh, looky here! We got someone new! And you see uh, a, a small crowd of the scariest thing on the planet. Teenagers are walking God up. God damn it. They are a human, an elf, a gnome, and a dwarf. And they go, Oh, what brings you outside of town? I go to school here? Oh, is that right? 
I didn't know they started yeah. letting demons around here, now did they? Uh, I, I don't know anything about demons. I wouldn't be able to tell you. You're standing in front of my locker. Could you chase? I need you to roll way, a dexterity saving throw. Twenty-two for dex. So with a twenty-two, he goes, "Shut it, freak horns!" And he tries to push you back. And you've noticed that the dwarf has like leaned over behind you to try to tabletop you. Uh, but despite that, you manage to like catch onto the side of his elven friend's shirt and use that to keep yourself up. Hey! And and the human reaches over and grabs your hand and he says, Don't touch my friend, Spawn. What did you just call me? I said, Don't touch my friend, you freak horn little Spawn. Okay, I'm gonna roll for uh, an attack. Uh, that's a 13 to hit. You hit him directly in the head with your horns, and he kind of falls back, and, um, immediately his other three friends start to grab a hold of you, just in time for the principal to run in and start breaking it up. He starts grabbing his- Hey! Hey! Not in my halls! Despite, like, what you know to have happened, the principal looks at you and he says, You! My office! Now! Fine. I'll see you around, soap. At that moment, um, you see the side of the gate, like the fence to your backyard, breaks open as Amora <laughs> slams through. And then you see, like, Dante awkwardly trying to get over the side. He wanted to do it to look cool, but he kind of got stuck in the middle. Dante, like, he ran and, like, tried to jump the fence and got his pant, like, stuck on it. And so now he's just dangling there for a second. Fuck yeah, goat! Well, you are a wizard. I have no damage dealing spells. <laughs> What kind of a wizard are you? Nerd magic. It's just cool shit. <laughs> I can I can understand any language. Does that help right Shut now? Up! Uh and then Dante is just going to try to run through the fire with his club and hit this mean chick upside the head. You're going to try to run through the fire, not try to jump over it or anything. I mean, I'll try to jump over it, but I bet I'll fail. Like, I'll be real. Uh, oh you can, God. so here's the way it works. You can do a constitution check to just run through it. Uh, you can, or, uh, or you can try to jump over it using an acrobatics. Constitution. <laughs> to just run through this thing. My acrobatics is plus nothing and constitution plus one. This is Dante's chance to either look really fucking cool or Don fail Dante's inner monologue is just like, I've been training for this. I... I am ready. I know I have to help him. And yeah, Dante tries to run through the fire. And the con, the con check is a 15. Uh, Alright, 15 constitution will do it. You run through the fire just fast enough. Your, your leg hairs are a little singed, but you're an elf, so you don't have too many of those to begin with. Yeah. Uh, oh no, Fred. And that's probably what saved you, your lack of leg hair. And, alright, and now I want to try to... I'm like just like yelling. I'm like, what the fuck? Chase! Um, and I try to just hit her and get her off of him. I rolled an eight. Uh, you missed. You are pathetic! I made it through the fire! Uh, Chase, roll a luck check. A what? A luck check. Just a raw 20. Just a raw 20? 
Okay. 14. On a 14, nothing happens. It is back up at the top of the initiative where it is Chase. My turn. So I Chase, you are being grappled. So attacks are made with disadvantage, but you can also try to do an athletics or acrobatics to get out of it. When I heard a more break through a fence, right? Yes, you would have seen her. Yeah, I would have abandoned what I was doing to head to wherever Amor was going. Okay, you can roll into initiative then. I got a tw- dirty 20. Uh, Zoe, in, in uh, following rounds after this one, you'll go first at the top, but this round, since Chase has already started, we'll do Chase first. Okay, so it, for the spell Burning Hands, I am in very close proximity to this person. So if I use Burning Hands on this person who is grappling me, I won't make you roll a disadvantage, no. So uh, the question being, uh, Burning Hands is a dex 15 for the enemy. Uh, since she doesn't want to let go of you, she'll roll with disadvantage. Sick. Let me get my 3d6s. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, what? Yeah. Oh, God, he's moving the camera. I'm not ready. That's two natural 20s. Son of a biscuit! What Oof. the... Oof. That's my uh, that's my last spell slot. We fucked, we, guys. We dumb fucked up. <laughs> I can't even. Uh, I can't use hellish rebuke after this. If she does, no, uh, that still does half damage, doesn't it? She doesn't have evasion. Uh, not nine divided by two. All right, she takes four damage. She's not looking great. Uh, if this was cla- if this was standard D and D, I was playing with my friends at home. I might use the term "bloodied," but you haven't really done anything that causes bleeding. I burnt her a lot. You see, Bison just jump over the side of the f- fence. Just um, bolt over. Do you uh, now, Bison? Now that you're in the initiative, do you want Amor to do anything, or do you just want her to be here? Can I ask first what is in the what is in the area again? So, in this right. area, you guys are in the backyard. So. Uh, there is a door that leads into the house and out of the house, respectively. Otherwise, it is a wooden, fenced-in area. Uh, there's that thing that's designed to hold an engine. The swing. Um, the swing, <laughs> I guess. Uh, <laughs> there's, uh, there's a, several trees. There is, in the direct center of the backyard, there is a, uh, demon boy and an assassin, like, fighting, and the assassin's got him by the throat. You see Dante's in this little circle, swinging around a club and missing. Okay. Uh, there's no water, though? Uh, like a no. well? There's, I'll say, I'll throw in a bird bath for there's you. There's a bird bath? A bird bath? Which one of the crew wanted a bird bath? I'm glad you asked. T-Bite. T-Bite wanted a bird bath? He likes, watch- he likes watching birds. To eat, probably. You see that right outside of the bird bath, like right where the bird bath is, there's the window to T-Bite's room. Aw. Oh, right. Yeah, I got him that for Christmas. So I, I take stock of what's happening, uh, and I realize I can't shoot my bow and arrow because I might hit Chase, so, or, or, or Dante. Or Dante. Or Amor, who's there. Yeah, how big is this circle we're in? Amor's yeah. not in the circle. I would okay. say the circle can comfortably fit three people in it and no more. Okay. Okay. It can uncomfortably fit four people. Um, and a goat? No. And a goat. So uh, I, I, I spot Amor and I, I grab my water skin and I open it and I throw the water skin at Amor and I'm like, Amor, put out the fire! <laughs> and I don't know if she does it because she doesn't always do what I tell her to do. Uh, but um, I don't even pay uh, attention I'm gonna to have her roll an intelligence check. Uh, for the goat. <laughs> Great. Our fate is hanging in the intelligence of a goat. Yep. Uh, what's the goat's intelligence? 
Oh, Amor's intelligence is at... 10. A flat 10. So it's zero. Yeah. Uh, that's a natural six. Mm, mm. Could I roll for animal so handling? She, does she that? eat the skin? <laughs> I'll let you roll with animal handling. If you do well, she gets advantage. Okay, great. That's a six. Nope. Good. So I throw my water skin and it just hits him more in the face. And, and she just looks at me. Here's what I'll say. She takes the water skin, runs towards the ring of fire, realizes it's a ring of fire, and runs back. Great. But like, the she's water just like, skin is She's close. like, oh, fire. Yeah, she's holding the water skin like 10 feet from the fire. Great. I, I see this and I go, yeah, that was stupid. And I run forward. <laughs> And I snatch the water skin back, and I just throw water everywhere. And then I'm assuming that's probably the end of my turn, because I don't have that. That's like a whole lot yeah. of movement. And then I just pull out my, my dual axes and get ready to fight. So I will say, since, like, it's gasoline, it's mostly burned by now, and this is a grass fire. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not saying you've gotten the fire out, but the fire is a lot le as less big as it used to be, so Great. getting in and out of the flames will now be done at advantage. Uh, uh, Chase, make a constitution save. Uh, I got a 15 for Khan. Oh, uh, you just made it. So she keeps, like, choking you. You're not gonna take a little bit of damage. But, uh, she, she's just choking, trying to knock you out. Uh, you take two damage as she just keeps suffocating you. It is now Dante's turn. A lot of people hate slimy things. Oh, this is true. They might be repelled by slimy things. This might be possible. If I were to put Starling on her... Oh my god. You to gross her die. out... Would I? He's a familiar. He dies all the time. Uh, <laughs> I will specify okay. to you right now. Reminder, this is something I'm doing purely because your character has a high intelligence score. This is a trained assassin. I think she'll be fine enough with slugs on her. Okay, then follow up. I don't have two attacks, but... I'm listening. Can yeah. I try to throw it on her eyes? Like, throw Starling to cover her eyes before I hit her? I'll let you throw Starling as a bonus action, yes. So, you do not have proficiency in ranged slug, <laughs> so you're just going to roll a d20 and add your dex score, your dex yeah, modifier. That's awesome! Fifteen. So, you said, uh, you specified that Chase is not afraid of slugs, right? Yeah. Um, well, Nosh is not afraid of slugs. Sorry, yeah. Uh, so, they're going to use the reaction to parry. So there is now a slug on your face, Chase. Dummy! Ah, I guess it's a snail, not a slug. It's a snail, thank you. Alright, and now, um, alright, well, I guess I'm still gonna hit her. <laughs> That was not without, like, a help, because now she can't parry again. That is fair. All right, so. Starlink, just, I don't know, fuck her up. And then I see him just plop onto Chase's face, and I'm like, I, I'm sorry. And then I just swing. <laughs> That's a 19. Ooh, that'll hit. 1d6. Minus 2. <laughs> is that right? Because you, you yes. have minus 2 to your strength? Yeah, I have minus 2 to my strength. Well, I mean, I'm not going to lie, it hurt her, but not a lot. And then I just look over and I go, bye, bye, you're better at this. 
this brings us to the end of initiative, which is why I asked Goon once again to make a luck check. That's an 18. You guys are fighting, and you hear a loud noise coming from inside the building. And then you see the door slam open. Uh, you see an unconscious person come flying out. It's one of the it's one of the assassins. And you see Blanche coming out, and she goes, "And stay!" Oh shit! Blanche! Oh yeah! Uh, Blanche uh, got a sixteen into initiative. So uh, and she has a slower dex than the assassin. So she's gonna go after the assassin. Blanche uh, is just a really good fist fighter. Like. You said that I get advantage walking through the fire, right? Mm-hmm. So I Constitution just, just walk through it. I just walk through it. I just walk through it, and I'm going to go try to grab this this assassin by their neck and just yank them off of Chase. Like, grab Chase or and the assassin and just, like, separate them. All right. So with advantage, I got 18 to go through the fire. You go through the fire. Okay, and then I got to roll, roll to uh, pull. It's going to be an opposed athletics. She got a nine. I got a 12. So she just yanks you two apart. And I just drop Chase. <laughs> and I just I just look at this assassin and I go, are you done yet? She goes, you fucking little shit. As she goes to swing at you, it is now Chase's turn to react. And then he can do something before she gets to finish the swing. Don't touch her! My friends are so cool. 17 to hit. 17 hits. Three damage. And so she it grazes off her shoulder, and one of the stra- like straps of the dress falls loose. <laughs> she goes, Ugh! I was going to say, Chase gets a nosebleed. The dress stays on. There's another strap, and she, like, <laughs> shoulders! She's going for a punch to, to Bison's face. Uh, okay. Does an 11 hit? I don't think it does. No. So, uh, fucking Bison gets in this fight. She walks through flames, rips you two apart, and she just catches this person's punch and slams it just down. Just a slow motion from Chase's point of view. Blanche is going to make a constitution check. Uh, she's going to take some damage as she walks through the fight. Oh, no, she has advantage. She is not going to take any damage as she goes For your the mental fight. image, just imagine a green bismuth. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's honestly how I imagined her. Blanche got a 20 on this check, and the assassin got a 2. Oh, wow! So, (laughs) Blanche charges through the flames and tackles this woman to the ground. Strong woman. just gonna punch her. And she... Okay, that's a hit. Damn, that's exactly how much health she had left. She had exactly 6 health left. Now that's a cool person. So you see Blanche run in, and she goes, Don't hurt my friends! And she slams this woman to the ground and punches in her, her in the face, and the woman is now knocked out. Roll one more luck check. Uh, 16 for luck. Alright, uh, as you guys are wrapping up this fight, uh, you hear the familiar sound of, uh, uh, it's a familiar sound of roller skates extending, and you see Patricia jump over the side of the fence and land, she goes, Alright! Oh, you guys are done. Hi, Patricia. Okay. There's another one around here somewhere. No, I got him. Oh, oh. Oh, we solved it. Dante's having like a crisis of like, I was useless. (laughs) Mission accomplished. Who wants to take a corpse selfie? Wow, wasn't that some high octane action? But you know you're hearing my voice. That means we got to bring it on down. Hey, it's Kelvin here in the lo-fi mid-break. 
Right away, guys, I know you're listening to this. You're like, man, I wish I could support you guys in some way. If only there was some way that you could show your love for a podcast you enjoy in a way that is beneficial to the creators of that podcast. Well, you're in luck. I happen to have found this tome of secret information, and it does contain the secrets on how to support a podcast you love. It says here on page one, tell a friend about the show. It says here that if you tell a friend and they like it, they'll watch it. Maybe they'll tell a friend when they hear me say it again, and, and it'll just keep growing like that because people enjoy the show, and then you can, you can share the show with people. You can talk about the show with your friends. Be like, wow, wasn't it crazy when Bison ripped two people apart from each other with just her bare hands? You could have that conversation. And if we flip on over to page two here, it says that you can leave a five-star review on iTunes, and if there's any other podcasting apps that have reviews if there are i need to figure them out but to go ahead and leave a five-star review there too it says that if you do that that'll get us in suggested feeds and that helps us grow a lot and here on the third and pi final page it was weird to call it a book it's actually just a pamphlet uh here on the third and final page you can see that it says to subscribe to our patreon patreon.com slash saga cast that's s-a-g-a-c-a-s-t it's weird that this pamphlet uh of secret information has our patreon link in it but i mean hey i know what you're thinking wow paying for a free podcast i bet you can't name a single person who's done that and jokes on you I can name not only one, not only two, not only four, but three people who do that. So first of all, we got our $25 patrons. $25 patrons get a lot. You get the monthly bonus show. You get the after show for every episode that comes out on the off week. You get the uncut versions of the episodes. You can submit names. You get all of the different outtakes and just goofy things I feel like putting on the feed. And you get uh, a merch item every three months that is unique that we aren't selling on our merch stores. This first one that's coming out is going to be a You Do Nerd Magic t-shirt. We're still in the process of designing it, but it should be a lot of fun. And also, you get put in into a little into a little raffle to decide the names uh, that I shout out during the episode. We only have two right now, though, so I'm going to shout them both out. So first of all, we have Kiera Stevens, which, hold on to that name, you're going to hear it later in the episode. Kiera Stevens and Archers. Archers uh, is a wonderful person. Kiera is a wonderful person. You're both amazing. And, and let me tell you, if you listen to this right now, is that a new sweatshirt? It's a really nice sweatshirt. I really, it looks nice. It looks good on you. You should, you should wear it. Enjoy the cold weather. It's nice. Uh, and so they're they're wonderful. They're patrons. They help us a lot. They're the reason I'm not going into debt for the show anymore. But also, I can't talk about our Patreon if I don't bring up our Runestone celebrities. Runestone celebrities are our $50 patrons. They get everything I just said before, plus a game that happens every three months. So, and that's supposed to come up soon, and I'm going to start coordinating that. So if you want to be a part of that, you got to get on that $50 train right here, right now. It'll be a hoot. Only four people allowed on that on that on that level. It's it's gonna be a lot, so uh, it should be fun. Just uh, let's have fun with it. Uh, hey, this is uh, this is post post Kelvin. So normally, normally I, uh, I I do these little mid breaks in my recording space, but today I'm just at my desk, and I realized while listening to the episode that I forgot to actually say who our fifty dollar patron is. I don't script these things, so sometimes this just happens. But our our fifty dollar patron is Grizzly, and Grizzly is delightful. So thank you, Grizz, and I'm sorry that I forgot to actually say your name. 
I also have to shout out some of the people that make this show possible. Of course, we got uh, all of us here on the cast, like myself. We have uh, I'm Kelvin Horatio. You can find me most places under the name The Noodle Doodler or True Nude Dude. That's T-R-U-E-N-O-O-D-D-O-O-D. And you can find people like Zoe Curzan, who plays Bison, uh, under the name Trazi, T-R-A-Z-H-I-E. You can find Bradley Jenkins, who plays... Dante Crow under the name Dadley J. Jenkins. That's like Bradley, but D-A-D instead of B-R-A-D. And you, of course, can find Noah Allen, who plays both Chase and Nosh most of the time. I play him every now and again. Under the name Goon Daddy. That's G-O-O-N underscore Daddy. I trust you to know how to spell the word Daddy if you're listening to this podcast. We also want to give a shout out to our narrator, Ellie A. Collins, and our artist, Artemu. A-R-T-O-M-M-U. They're both wonderful people, both close friends of mine that have helped make this show possible by giving us the art we needed for the show and giving you that nice little lullaby in the beginning of the show. That's all I got for you guys today. I hope you enjoy the rest of the show and have a wonderful day. We gotta get the fuck out of here. Like, they're just gonna send more. Well, did they know that these ones failed yet? We should be okay for, like, the night, right? I don't... Uh, I don't know. I don't know how assassins work. I've never done this before. Uh, Patricia goes, Oh! By the way! Uh, and she kind of makes her way back to the workshop where she was, uh, and she brings out two new pairs of roller skating shoes. Uh, one is about gnome size, about the same size as hers. And the other one uh, is weirdly shaped and bigger. Uh, Chase would recognize it to be about the size of Tortle's feet. And Aww. it has two pieces of runium stuck to either side of the shoes. Hmm. Nice. Um, before we keep going, can I investigate one of the bodies? I'm looking for, like, if they have any, like, communication to, like, somebody else. Uh, you, uh, you start searching through the bodies... The big, big guy has a runestone, uh, as well as printed out, like, drawn pictures of the four of you, uh, and the goat. Okay. What, um, what is, I, I hand the, I hand the mug shots to everybody, but what, can I see the last messages on the runestone? Why do I look so plain? They can't get my chin right. That's weird. You don't see any messages, you only see several calls. I call the number. I call the last number they called. Hello? Um, you came to kill us. Oh, I see you guys survived. Yeah, um, don't try this again. We just took him out. So you're at the junkyard. And then the call hangs up. Oh, I might have fucked up. Um, I think you, I think you just fucked up. <laughs> I call him back. <laughs> <laughs> There's no answer. Can I leave a voicemail? <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. Beep. It's pretty fucking rude to hang up on people, man. <laughs> and then that's the whole voicemail. That's funny. I, did, I didn't mean to just sweep out all of your intimidation underneath you, but you did fuck up. I did. Yes, I did exactly. fuck up. So when I was hiding the first two rounds, I actually went to the parking lot to see if I could find the 
cart that these people arrived in if they did? Did they? Yeah, they arrived in a in a in a, a cart. So during those two rounds, I tried to break in and steal any documents, any weapons, any things that looked important. You find a like bandolier of darts uh, and a couple of rations. They don't even have a horse. Like you're not sure how they got here. Okay. I just outed ourselves at the junkyard, so now we really have to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you idiot! I'm sorry. Let's go! You guys get back into the house and you sneezy, see, see, sneezy going, uh, are you guys okay? What happened out there? Nerd magic outed us. We need to go. Uh, so you guys feel a, um, a boost of strength and power from getting through that fight and Dante from seeing that fight. Uh, and you guys like kind of feel like you can take on anything and you guys are now level three, meaning that the last person gets to check, pick their subclass. Bison, what is your subclass? Uh, hold on, I have to pull it up. I had it figured out already, but I just gotta pull it up so I remember what it was. Uh, so we're just gonna, I'm just gonna talk through this. So Steezy goes, are you guys, are you guys all right? I, yeah, I, I'm okay. Chase, how are you feeling? Yeah, 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 I, well, Nosh had this crazy plan where we stand in a ring of fire. So there's a fire going on in the backyard. I'm gonna ask this politely. Okay, well, you answered that question. All right. Spike, can you get the fire out in the backyard? And Spike nods and kind of walks out. Patricia goes, oh, I made you these, by the way, and hands him a pair of scissor lift roller skates. And he goes, I I have never roller skated a day in my life, but thank you. These ones are a lot different than Patricia's, where Patricia's are clean and shiny and made from new parts. She just scavenged some shit from the junkyard. So they look a lot more industrial, so to speak. Uh, you see T-Bite come out. And she hands T-Bite another pair, and she points out the rune, the runium, and you can see he can kind of scoot them with his with his headset. That's awesome. I fucking love that. I have finished the video. Excellent. And you see on your runestone file uploaded. Well, now we're officially wanted and on the run. I mean, we have been. You also murdered someone. They're only on. Is actually wait no actually no you didn't. Blanche punched the guy the girl down. She's unconscious, not dead. Yeah, yes, yeah, and go out we, and kill him if you want. What I should I don't think we should kill them. <laughs> Can we just like I don't know tie him and put him in the cart? I guess. Blanche goes. I'll I'll go tie him up. Think uh, okay. Yeah, I got that. Don't worry. She walks out. So now what? I think I have a plan. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. Watching that video reminded me of a commercial I saw yesterday. <laughs> and he, uh, you see his uh, runestone uh, lift up and start playing back a video. Do you like Rune Station? Do you like the Quest Quacks? Introducing the new Rune Station AR, the first video game where you can enter the game. This week, you can watch the Quest Quacks as well as King Ramsey play live. And it gives an address to a location in the middle of, um, in the middle of Minotaur. And he goes, what if we put the video every screen at the event. 
You're a genius, T-Bite. Why is the king live streaming? The king is not streaming. He's just there for the event. And it's for publicity because there's an election. Co Speaking of which, Sneezy goes, oh, uh, by the way, this came the other day. And this is your, uh, you get your ballot for for the upcoming central king election. Uh, and um, I will tell you the candidates real quick. Voting is important, guys. Voting so is I very want, important. I want Chase to, to vote. So there are three uh, main candidates that are running this year that stand a chance. So to become Central King, you have to have ruled over one of the uh, other cardinal directions for at least a year, which makes it Central King a little harder to obtain. Uh, there is the current king, uh, the Central King, uh, Ramsey Gordon. Uh, he stands for financial stability, and he wants to bu keep building out the city of Minotaur, for Minotaur further and further. Uh, his running mate is uh, Kiara Stevens. Kiara Stevens. Thank you, Kiara Stevens, for submitting that name. <laughs> um, uh, there is currently the Southern King, Duke Lionbreast. He is fighting for island representation. He wants to basically introduce an island king. Who would actually? Because right now, uh, the islands are kind of like Washington D.C., where there's no one technically re representing them. Uh, and lastly, there is the ex-Northern King. There is currently a different Northern King there, but they've been Northern King before. Uh, Frank Fuzel. Frank Fuzel is a Luxadon and is fighting for uh, racial equality, as he grew up in a very racist environment. Unfortunately, Frank Fuzel is currently losing in the polls by a hefty margin. <sighs> Well, Ramsey Gordon is leading, followed by Duke Lionbreast. Technically speaking, you uh, both of the other two of you would get to vote, so I'm curious who you guys voted for as well. So, just for reference, technically speaking, um, Zoe, your current leader in your t side of the world is Duke Lionbreast. Oh. But you kind of live in a commune, so yeah. I don't think you get directly affected by that. Bison probably has never voted before. Are you registered to vote? <laughs> probably not. Okay, so Bison doesn't Whole get side to vote. quest. Whole side quest of Bison getting registered to vote. There's a side quest. What are y'all doing? What is that? Do you it's, know uh, what voting the is? election. Elect? Voting? Yeah, we, we pick who's, like, in charge. You have to vote to do that. How do you how do you do it on your commune? Oh, you do. We just kind of pick somebody. I mean, does everybody pick somebody? Yeah, I mean the people who show up. So that's it's voting. Kinda, that's no, basically they just kind of stand on one side of the room, and then there's the person who wins. <laughs> if you guys want this guy in charge, stand over here. Yeah. That, if you guys want this guy in charge, stand over there. That's voting. That is voting. Yeah, but you're doing like. Yeah, but, like, stuff. we don't have a room big enough for the entire country to stand on one <laughs> side of it. Well, you'll have to do it inside, right? Like, you can do it outside. Yeah, this is just... That's a lot this, of people... This is the room. This paper is the room, and that... these little circles are the sides of the room. But where's the accountability? People can vote for bad people, then, and nobody will know. Well, this I'm way sorry there's that no peer pressure, so you choose who you really want to choose instead of who everyone else wants you to choose. At least that's, that's how fair. it would work in a perfect world. Okay. Anyway, I'm just gonna just... Oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah, I gotta do my thing. So yeah, well, technically because Lionbreast is our benefactor, we I, I'd vote for him. I was gonna say, Dante so would vote, vote for, for Lionbreast Lion because, like, I got to talk to him. 
Yeah. That's you true. also, I think you voted before you started, but he also has literally your direct interest in mind. He grew up on an island, where so he grew up without representation, and your island also doesn't have representation. Yeah. Yeah! Like, I think you would have voted for Lion Breast either way. It makes I'll be, sense. I'll be totally honest. You started talking politics, and I'm like, I'm going to look at spells. I was trying to remember which uh, cla- which uh, archetype I wanted to take. I figured it out, by the way. Uh, Monster Slayer. Ooh. What's your oh, What's your pact? What's your pact, Boon? Uh, pact, well, Boon, my, my Boon is Chain. So I got Find Familiar for free. And I'm thinking... What if instead of finding a new familiar, because I already have Nip, I use the spell to enhance Nip with demon power? Now that we've side quest, sidetracked voting, <laughs> back to the world at hand. Uh, Gordon, so Ramsey, King Ramsey Gordon is running for re-election. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's doing a lot of publicity events. So he is going to be at the new... Um, at the unveiling of the Rune Station AR. So we have to get there, hack the system, and play our video. And we need to leave fast, because they're probably closing in on us. Yeah. Now that we've stood here talking for a solid ten minutes. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. T-Bite, do you have, like, a portable computer that we could more, like, more securely contact you through? Uh, you see him just, like, grabbing different, like, half- disassembled uh, uh, root stones at, with like his little hand and they start putting pieces together to create a little just a, another rune stone cool. like, and he goes yeah awesome. and then you see uh, like him just affixing like a little like wire and some foil <laughs> like he's doing some, some stuff to it awesome um, thank you guys so much stay safe we need to get going we gotta be on the run until the until the until the the, the thing the the show. Yeah. Okay. We'll be in contact with you. Uh, You're probably gonna be the one to tell us how to hack things. And then he goes around, and just starts hugging everyone, just like hopping up and hugging Blanche. She's like, "Thank you so much." I'm oh, gonna miss- hu- Blanche gives you one of those big old hugs where you lift off the ground and she pops your back. Ah, oh, I'm gonna miss that. Hopefully, I'll see you soon. And it goes over to I'll Spike. See you soon. Goes over to Spike soon. and gives him like the. Yeah, they have like a little secret handshake, and Spike uh, nods, and you hear you like he nods, and he goes, "Go get him." (laughs) Thanks, man. I just I walk up to Sneezy, and I'm like, I I'm sorry for what we did in your house. (laughs) You see Sneezy like trying to get used to the roller skates, and he goes, "Don't, don't mention it. You did what you thought was right." It was really nice to meet Uh, all of you. And he he kind of holds his hand out for a handshake. I like. I guess I shake his hand. I'm holding the computer and I'm terrified of dropping it. So as I'm very you shake shaky. his hand, you feel there's something in his hand, and as you pull it away, you realize he's handed you a business card. I I just kind of like I nod. That's awesome. <laughs> I just kind of like nod and smile, and I walk away to the cart. Like it says, Joseph Sneezer's junkyard and emporium. Oh, before we go, I'm gonna go grab something from the house. Okay, you guys pack up. Okay. okay. He runs yeah, into the house. Too. He goes to his room, op- swings open the door, and like takes down his bed from the ceiling of the of the closet. Kind of s- ties it up and just slings it over his shoulder. <laughs> you take your bed with you? Well, yeah. It's a hammer. Really well, likes his easy. bed. <laughs> it can be hung inside of the cart, and it would save space on the floor. 
Oh yes, me and Vi will sleep on the floor. You have your hammock. How long do we have until this live stream? For the sake of the story progression, like two days. And how long of a, is a trip to there? Like half a day. You guys are like outside. It's like being like, it's like living, like you don't technically yeah. live in New York City, but you're like in the metro area of New yeah. York no, City. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. it's We just need to keep moving. Yeah, no, I I think our best bet is to get into the city and have Patricia, who can disguise herself, get us a hotel, and we just camp out until it's time. 